Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we have Joe Ely with us, who's the president and CEO of Mint Global Markets. Mint Global Markets provides the Speed Trader and Active Trader platform. Welcome, Joe. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being with us. Talk to me a little bit about Mint. What is it? You know, it's a speed trading platform, but what exactly is it and what do you do? Sure. Um, We are an online retail brokerage firm. We trade stocks and options. Uh, we do it under the brand name Speed Trader. So our main product is Speed Trader. It's a platform that traders log into. They have access to real-time quotes, you know, market research, level two data, candlestick charts, watch lists, heat maps, you know, many different features to determine what they want to invest in or trade. Now, the active trader isn't talked about like it used to be. Has that because there's been a decline in active traders or, or why? The market's changed dramatically. There, there have been you know, cycles and waves where active trading has been very, very popular in times when it's been very slow. Recently, there's been a big increase with all of the social media platforms that traders are talking on, like Twitter and Discord. So there are times when you know things slow down and things when time when things speed up. And back in the 90s, it seems like there was a, a, a lot of active trading platforms. There were active trading conferences where all these people... Has that consolidated in any way? Yeah, it's definitely consolidated. I started in the active trading business in the mid-90s. I worked for a small SOS brokerage firm. You remember the SOS bandits from the 90s? So that, that's where I got my start and have been involved in active trading um, firms since then. So over the years, a lot of these firms have consolidated to form bigger firms. A lot of them have gone out of business. But with the meme stocks, especially earlier on this year, AMC, GameStop, and whatnot, those type of events really bring active traders or you know active traders out. You know, people are sitting home from COVID, have more time, so they open a brokerage account, they start trading. A lot of them start with firms like the the free commission model, like Robinhood. They do that for a month or two. Some of them become successful, and then they want to trade with a better trading platform, something that's going to be faster and provide them with direct access routing, which we provide to our customers. So that's really interesting, and I didn't think about that. Well, people were home for the past 18 months. You saw a rise in active traders because they were sitting home. Absolutely. I mean, it was a a big boom uh, for our industry, and the meme stocks along with COVID, but occurred at the same time. So there was a, a big surge in active trading and interest in active trading. So are now with things opening up and everybody going back to a little bit normal, have you seen it level off or have the gamers of active trading 
are now flying and, and ready to still go? They're definitely still ready to go. I mean, things slowed down since since then, but you know there was a, a significant spike. There's always it's always going to come back a little bit, but they're still interested. Young people are participating in the market at a much greater rate, I think, now than 10 or 20 years ago. It used to be kind of a, a niche thing for young people to trade. Now, with Robinhood and, and other firms like them, they've put a, a spotlight on it. So more and more young people want to invest in things that, that are important to them. How do you define an active trader? So, you know, the industry in general probably defines an active trader as someone that might execute 10 trades in a quarter, in a calendar quarter, so 10 trades in three months. Our definition of an active trader is someone that executes 100 trades in, in one month. The industry thinks 10 trades in a quarter, we're, we're more like 300 trades in a quarter. And our traders run the gamut. We have some people that might only execute 10 trades in a quarter, but then we have others that'll do 1,000. So it varies widely. So has active trading become international? Oh, absolutely. A large portion, large percentage of our clients are international. Day trading was big in the United States in the 90s and early 2000s. It kind of faded, and it's really starting to catch on in the rest of the world. There's a lot of traders in Europe and Asia that are very, very interested in trading the U.S. markets. The U.S. markets provide something that most other countries cannot. We have a, a very vibrant, active trading community and access. There's so many stocks to trade in the United States compared to most countries. So, Many people say that buy and hold, we're in here for the long term, that's the way to invest, active traders are bad, but they're not really. Well, it, it depends. Some There have been some bad actors, of course, you'll find that with any industry. But day trading, it's very risky. So obviously you shouldn't risk money that you don't have or, or you can't afford to lose. So we, we run all of our clients through uh, suitability. We don't want people investing or trading with most of their money. As an individual trader, you really have to look at that and figure out what you're doing and make sure that you have your risk under control. So with the consolidation of the active trading platforms, you have Mint Global Markets. What's special about Mint? Well, the first thing, we're a small company. Most people don't know about Mint Global Markets and Speed Trader. We've been around since 1999, and we provide what's called direct access trading. So when one of our clients goes to place a trade to buy, I don't know, we'll just say Apple, they choose which route, which market to send it to. Two of the big ones that are, are widely known and probably the two best routes would be the NYSE ARCA route and the NASDAQ route. So clients place a trade on our platform and their order goes directly to the exchange. It's a huge advantage. It avoids the, the payment for order flow and trade desks that a lot of the traditional brokerage firms use. And are, do you use more than those two exchanges, like IEX and those kind of things? Yeah, we have IEX as well. We probably have, geez, I lost count, 27 different order routes that do different things. And the active traders choose where it goes themselves? Yes. They have to be really knowledgeable about all these exchanges. There really are. I mean, the two big ones, ARCA and NASDAQ, are really you know some of the most widely used uh, exchanges. So a lot of these traders participate in chat rooms, Twitter, Discord, and whatnot, and they ask their peers, how should I route my order? And they get feedback from people that have been doing it for years. So most people, you know, figure it out pretty quickly. So I called them gamers earlier, but that's not really true because these people become highly skilled. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've had clients for, you know, decades that make money every month, every week, 
every year. So some of them are highly skilled. Others are, are brand new to the market and they're just getting their feet wet. A lot of those might be gamers, 20 year olds, but that's not really what you know we focus on. Traders really need to become educated and learn what they're doing before they risk significant amounts of money. You said you got into this in the 90s. What's kept you in this part of the business? It's extremely exciting. I sit in front of a computer and watch the market all day. Mm-hmm. Recently, we had a stock, uh, DWAC, moved 500% in a couple of days. A lot of traders made money on it. A lot of traders lost money on it. So it's very exciting. And were you there at the beginning of Mint? No, I wasn't. I actually started uh, about a year ago. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. But I've worked for similar type firms, other firms that uh, you know provide the same or similar services for that 20 years. Now, is this something you ever see advisors using, or if this is just the individual active trader? No, we definitely have advisors that, oh, you do? that do. Sure. Some advisors that might be a little more aggressive, want um, better fills on their orders, would open an account and trade with us. They have. We have some advisors that will go out and have one of their clients open an account with us and then have a, an advisory deal with them where the individual client will pay the advisor for managing their account with us. And are you, is this going to be a growing business? Do you think more after traders are coming in the future? Oh, absolutely. As more and more young people start investing, a certain percentage of them are going to trade. Firms like Robinhood really put investing, excuse me, they put investing and trading in front of people. And those new young people graduate, a certain percentage of them graduate to active trading. That's great. Joe, thanks so much for being with us today. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. How do people get in contact with you to learn more about Mint Global Markets? You would go to our website. The website is speedtrader.com. Great. Thanks so much. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all on at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.